Memphis Alexander. Chapman for three. Bang! Oh! will get it for the win. Got it! He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. Yes! The magic of 今日のテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私たちのテーマは、私た
Nicholas Batum, Kawhi, Ibaka. Paul George was just, I loved how Paul George just didn't force it tonight again. Taking really good shots, being aggressive, taking to the basket, and then just shooting threes off the catch, and he was splashing them. Like, Paul George has been so good to start the season, honestly. He looks so much better with Kawhi because Kawhi just, he's one of those stars like a Chris Paul or like like a LeBron that he just, every game he plays, you know you're going to have a chance, and you're not just going to go down easily. He's going to try to get into it because he's the best player on the court, and with him on the court, you're going to get good shots because he stays aggressive. Kawhi, 9 of 17, 28 points, and he was even hitting his threes, contested threes, just stand still, boom, you know, 3 of 5, PG, 4 of 9 from 3, 8 of 15, 23 points. Lou Williams, great impact coming into the game, going left, getting in his bag, just like taking people off the dribble, coming off screens, going left, knocking down his jumper, and then after that, he started getting in the paint, kicking out to open shooters for threes all over the place, and we got a shout out, Bobby Schmurda, who had another good game again today, good Reggie Jackson, a lot of catch and shoot Reggie, four of six, two of four from three, 11 points, some nice little dump downs as well, him and Lou both had to guys like Zoo, who again, only played 15 minutes, but he was really good in his 15 minutes seven points uh three blocks zoo block and two steals you know having active hands and you know he had one from on dame from behind in the first uh late first quarter zoo block just a great overall performance again and we, we keep it on we keep rolling Kawhi was my player of the game for the clips tonight 128 105 is the final we'll take that four and one we weren't four and one last year we were three and two so that automatically means that we're better this year than we were last year <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, we are better this year than we were last year. Make no mistake. So, great win. We move on to the next. Let's go on to the Lakers. By the way, we're going to be getting into the Lakers. Then we're going to go to the Wizards 0-3 start. Oh, I'm sorry, 0-4 start. And then we'll go to the Suns blow out of the Pels. We'll end on the Warriors and the Pistons. And then we'll go to the live chat. So, Lakers and Spurs. It was just a typical... Happy birthday, LeBron James, by the way. 36 years old. You know, still doing his thing. Still looking like a 26-year-old. The way he plays and the way he moves and he was in full effect tonight he was not going to let his lakers lose on his birthday just a typical day at the office for the lakers everybody it wasn't a great game from them but it was a good game they were a little sloppy that's why i don't say it was a great game and nobody really went off except for wesley matthews on the bench which laker fans are going to be really happy to see tonight he was on fire six of six from three that were all, those were all his shots just threes 18 points catch and shoot off screens drifting right three pointers pump fake one dribble bounce three you know I mean west matthews was on fire tonight for the lakers and they were just defending at a pretty solid level lebron and ad were engaged you know setting the tone lebron was really good tonight i think this was his best game of the season so far because i just liked how the balance in his attack tonight he was taking it to the basket finishing with both hands he was hitting some 18 footers some mid ranges there was one play i really liked from him when he was on the block showing a glimpse of some you know some uh post game in terms of like jump hooks and stuff we only see usually the either bully ball or an occasional turn over the right shoulder but you know i saw him hit a jump hook and Stu lance you know one of the best one of my favorite color commentators in the business been doing it for 30 plus years since the magic showtime days said you know if lebron can utilize that or develop that you know a jump hook like that from like eight feet like that would be an amazing you know tool to the arsenal and that's the thing about modern skill sets is the modern fan gets it confused the gen z bot they think it's about doing all these a bunch of different moves if you just have a couple moves that you master that's just you know it's hard to stop those then you know it's hard to guard you period so ad was also solid tonight hitting these 20 footers occasionally going to the basket i would have liked to see him be a little more aggressive going to the basket 
uh, if you're a Laker fan. Marcus Saul, another really solid game, dude. The guy just does the right things. You know, he plays de- good defense, contests shots. He's not as you know quick as he used to be, but he makes some. He had some really nice outlet passes and like his little two man game. He's developing with LeBron a little bit. There was one, you know, a couple plays where LeBron would dunk it down to him. He would kick it out. LeBron got some open threes. Other than that, you know, Montre Trader got some. He had some good energy. And once again, this is what I talked about with Laker fans: is you all say, "Oh, he's going to be so much better with the Lakers. He's going to average less points this season. He's not going to be the same Six Man of the Year candidate." But that's a good thing for the Lakers. You need to limit him. He needs to just be a hustle guy that comes in. You know, he did some good work on the offensive glass tonight, uh, just on the boards in general. Ten points, nine boards for him. But it was really LeBron and AD. KCP, another great game, you know, hitting his threes, two of three, three of five, doing his KCP thing, just being active, getting around, running the floor. Ten points. And, of course, got a shout-out Dennis Schroeder. 21 points. He was the second-leading scorer for the Lakers today. Nine of 15. The guy has just been a great fit so far for the Lakers and just tough to guard for teams. And my player of the game is going to be the birthday boy himself, LeBron James. He was just awesome. Some great passes as well. Eight points. And low turnover, only two turnovers. So the Lakers getting back on track. That's three and two for them. L.A., good night for Los Angeles, people. Gotta love that. So let's get to the Wizards. Oh, boy. You know, I've seen a couple of posts uh, on Twitter the other day or yesterday about Russell Westbrook and his triple double streak. You guys have been listening. I fought, I chose the Wizards as one of my teams this season for a reason. And the reason is because I want to see what Russ does. And you know what Russ is doing right now? Him and Beal both. Especially him, though. Because he hasn't done it since the first game. Not playing a shred of defense. You know, just sagging off whoever they're guarding, waiting for rebounds or potentially waiting for steals. And they're already not a good defensive team as it is. They have two good defenders on this team. Or Beal when he applies himself. But I've already noticed something with Beal is that he, when he gets fouled, he doesn't get a call. And yesterday the Wizards were getting hosed on calls in this game against the Bulls. But once again, I've been saying that the Bulls are a terrible team. So for the Wizards to come out and let them get hot because they can't stop dribble penetration, they can't stop anything around the basket. Because as we said, Thomas Bryant, he's 6'10". He's not very long. He's not very athletic. I mean, like, he has some nice dunks and plays here and there, but he gets picked on. People attack him in the pick and roll. He's like Trez. He doesn't, you know, he can get some nice athletic plays here and there, but he's not a presence around the basket. And then, you know who they go to off the bench to solve that problem? Uh, Robin Lopez, who literally looks like a grandpa out there moving his feet. He gets picked on. The Bulls were getting penetration and kick, like, all night long. By the way, just the the, the Clippers shot 47% from three tonight, and the Lakers shot, I think it was 54, 56% from three. So when they're hitting like that, they're not going to lose. The Bulls in this game, 42% from three. They only shot 44% from the field. So they only shot 2% less from three, and that's because they were getting in the paint, driving and kicking because they had to overcompensate the, the Wizards. And Westbrook and Beal, I mean, Beal was scoring the ball, but first of all, they took too many threes. Again, I mean, this is the first time I've said that from them, but I'm just saying again because it's in, in it's pertaining to another team not knowing when to quit. They don't even have that many shooters, the Wizards. I don't know what they were thinking. 27%, 10 of 37. Denny Avdia and Isak Bonga are the only two people on this team that actually play defense consistently. And Isak Bonga is not existent on offense. So they have a lot of problems. But Russ, his rebounds, and this is, goes back to, if you haven't checked it out, go watch it. Um, 
has the NBA gone better part two, these uncontested rebounds that anybody can get, they don't mean anything. They don't affect the game. So when Russ has 14 rebounds, that does not mean shit. He's getting double-doubles, sure, but he's not actually like, this isn't the fiery, aggressive Russ that, you know, has that developed the reputation that he has in this league, the good reputation that he has. You know, he's settling. You know, he was settling and he was hitting some shots. He wasn't that bad in this game. He was actually, this was actually one of his best games. But the thing is, he's not playing defense. And then Beal's not playing defense. And how do you expect the role players to play defense when you're not even doing your part? And then I see the people that have the audacity to say, oh, who's their next best guy? Next best guy? How the fuck are you going to set an example, either one of them, Beal and Westbrook, without playing defense? That is unacceptable. And Scott Brooks is not making things better with his ass rotations of going small ball with Ish Smith, Russell Westbrook, and Rahul Neto, who was absolutely building a house with bricks last night. In the same lineup, they can't guard. They're small on the inside and they're small on the outside. The, the guys that guard well in the NBA nowadays are these wings, these six, seven guys with long wingspans, your Paul Georges, your Kawhis, your Batums. You know, they have Isak Bonga who sucks on offense. So this team has a lot of problems. And, you know, Westbrook and Bradley Beal are going to have to be the ones that grab this team and start acting like leaders. And by doing that, you have to lead by example on both ends. Westbrook is getting meaningless rebounds and we're praising these garbage triple doubles. You know what? I got some stats for your ass. I got some stats for your ass. How about 19 turnovers, 11 of them coming from Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. And Beal is real. I really like Beal too. Like, I like Westbrook and Beal. That's why I'm watching this team. But Beal was a little bit, you know, he's forcing things last night. He was getting in traffic and tr- getting trapped and turning the ball over, stepping out of bounds, the whole nine yards. Troy Brown Jr. has also been just awful to start the season. And then Davis Bertans just came out chucking. I know he scored at the line, but he, when he doesn't play, when, when he's not making threes, like, what else is he there for? He's not good at defense from what I've seen so far. So this team, besides Denny Avdia, who needs to play more, quite frankly, he had nine points on three of six you know, is one of the only defenders. But Westbrook and Beal need to be engaged on that end. Westbrook, 21 points, 15 rebounds. How many many of them were actually real rebounds that actually mattered? Like seven of them, maybe. 11 assists, six turnovers, not even a two-to-one ratio. Bradley Beal, five turnovers. uh, Yeah, five turnovers, 29 points. He He grew into the game, but he was not good. He missed a lot of shots he should have made. This needs to be... You know, they, we got to have some urgency from the Wizards in this next game because this is unacceptable what's happening right now. And Westbrook, we, don't let the Westbrook stands trick you into thinking because I like Westbrook. I, my, I was, you know, my dad went to UCLA. My sister goes there. I've been rooting for him since the beginning. I love Westbrook. I love his heart. But he is not playing with that fire right now. I, I, and, and, he, and he sat out. Like, Scott Brooks needs to go. This team has a lot of problems. Anyway, and I'm so stupid for saying that the Pacers, I took my L last night. You heard me say it. Anyway, let's move on to the Suns, who were all over the Pels last night. That is what I love to see as a Suns sympathizer this season. You know, and you know who it started with? My boy. You know, it's time to start. Well, we've already we know this. As I said with Kawhi, and it was on I noticed that the second he got to my team on Christmas of 2011, Chris Paul brings a different aura to a team. Everything is serious. It's all about winning. No, if you're lose, if you're down twenty in a game, he's gonna be like, like screaming at people. Like he does not just go out without a fight. He never goes out without a fight. And and because he's the, in my opinion, the best pick and roll player of this generation. 
I think that LeBron and Luka are really good too, and James Harden too, because of their scoring, but I think a more pure pick-and-roll player that really has to rely on their skill and decision-making to succeed is one that you know play, does pick-and-roll to play-make more than score, and Chris Paul is the best you know, low turnover, making the right reads. And in this game, he was getting off the dribble, getting down in those pick and rolls and penetrating and kicking to their shooters. And Jay Crowder really set the tone, knocking down from deep. He's been a little slow to start the season, but he's been hitting. And then um, Mikhail Bridges has been hitting. And as the game went on, they started clamping down on defense. DeAndre Ayton actually protected the rim without fouling in this game and did such a good job of it. He was a little more aggressive too, and Chris Paul was making his life easier. The one thing though about DeAndre Ayton, guys, pay attention to this. He literally had like 10 screens. I say screens because he didn't even make contact with the defender. Like he didn't make contact on the screen. He was just slipping by. Like just, oh, I'm here and I'm gonna go. DeAndre Ayton, you're not fooling anyone, buddy. I see you not trying to make contact. Don't be so soft. You're a good basketball player. And you had a good game. DeAndre Ayton had a good game. Um, 6 of 11, 13 and 12, another double-double. And five offensive rebounds, you know, on the offensive glass. But what really impressed me about the Suns, you know, Dario Saric was back. What really impressed me about the Suns was Cameron Payne so far this season, guys. Pay attention to this. Has, is in a zone right now where everything he touches kind of turns to gold. Like every pick and roll he runs, he makes the right read. If they're giving him the mid-range, he takes the mid-range. If they're giving him the floater, he makes the floater. If they're letting him get to the basket, he does that. If they're, you know, collapsing, he kicks. If there's uh, DeAndre Aiden under the rim, he drops it off. He is playing so well and he's defending. I mean, this Suns team, once again, the Chris Paul effect, the urgency every single game. You know, Chris just comes and makes things serious. He doesn't let you just... Uh, you know, waltz around, and he can always create a good shot. Devin Booker, again, what did I talk about, guys? Being a little passive, but guess what? His teammates were hitting tonight, or last night, and he just let him go. By the way, Cam Johnson, again, great game. But by the way, pff, New Orleans' effort, and again, the effort of some of these teams, you know, just coming up and chucking themselves out of the game when the things go wrong, just throwing shots up there with reckless abandonment. It's just garbage. It's just, they just like, oh, let's just chuck. It's, it's, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. They're just giving up, you know? And the Pelicans, I know we're going back-to-back, whatever, but if, you know, that's the way it's going to be, it is what it is. Great win for the Suns. Three and one. I love what I'm seeing. Chris Paul is starting to do his thing. And you know what's funny? He only shot four times. And how much have I talked about him? That's because I watched the game and saw the impact he had. Nine points, nine assists. Mike, Mikhail Bridges, by the way, the highest plus-minus in the game, plus 31. We're not even going to give the Pelicans the right to be talked about because they were down by as many as 40 and they lost by 25. So the Suns go on at 3-1. and one. Pelicans drop to 2-2. Two and two. Let's close this out with the Warriors who got their second consecutive win at Detroit who starts off 0-4 looking like the pick that we said, you know. And by the way, Blake Griffin, guys, if you're wondering, he's not the same anymore because he just doesn't want to he doesn't want to risk getting hurt again, so he doesn't move within the three-point line. He's a better shooter than he's ever been. He's a good creator, but that's about it. He's not the dual threat. He has that all that athleticism and stuff that he has, 6'10". It, it might as, he might as well be 6'6", because he just shoots. That's what he's become. I love Blake Griffin, but that's just the truth. Uh, the Pistons are the worst team in the Eastern Conference right now. I said that, who said, who did I say was going to be worse than the Pistons? Oh, the Knicks? But they're looking okay so far, but I'm still going to stand by my picks. None of my picks are going to change, even though, admittedly, the one I know is going to be fully wrong is that the Wizards are going to be worse than the Pacers. There's no question. But, um, yeah, the, the the Pistons are looking dog shit. Except for Josh Jackson, who's playing okay to start the season. But let's talk about the Warriors. 
who, you know, it's funny. I've had this weird thing where so far this season, every time I say like a player's playing like trash or like this guy's looking whack, he just like responds by going off. Like, for example, I said in the halftime or like in the mid third quarter of the of the Warriors game, I was like, Steph ain't the same anymore. I'm starting to get worried. And then all of a sudden he started going off in the fourth quarter. And then in the Detroit game, he was just awesome. Typical Steph, you know, just making the right reads. He's so smart, Steph. He's one of the smartest players we got in the league. Uh, the only thing he used, you know, sometimes does, he fiends threes a little too tough, but you know, being the best shooter ever will do that to you. But you know, he was coming off screens, popping mid ranges, popping threes off the catch, off the ball, on the drive to the rim floaters, the whole nine yards. Stephen Curry was just in his full, you know, bag or just typical Steph. But you know, the real impressive guy was Andrew Wiggins after my slander, all my slander, he has responded Big time in these last two games. And he was looking... This was probably like the best game I've ever seen Andrew Wiggins play. Like, he was looking like a real scorer. You know, took advantage of some smaller guys. Went to the basket. Finishing strong. You know, contested finishes around the basket. uh, Hitting mid-ranges off screens. Pulling contested threes. He hit multiple contested threes. I think two of them. One was just like, tween, pop. And Andrew Wiggins, 9 of 19 from the field. 5 of 8 from 3, guys. 27-7 27-7 and seven for Andrew Wiggins, along with three blocks. He was also playing good defense. And you know who else was playing good defense? Was James Wiseman, who I think so far has been the, the rookie that has impressed me the most. I think he's right now... I said LaMelo Ball would win rookie of the year, but I really think it should be James Wiseman if the Warriors make the playoffs, like I said, because he's just a really solid player. He has a... He has a pretty solid mid-range game. I think he's a little bit better shooting the ball than he is around the basket, honestly, so far, which is, once I once again, what I said in... Has the NBA gone better? Typical. However, he's not bad around the basket. Uh, I saw him face up on that left wing, pull him contested mid-range, just one-on-one style. I really liked it. And he was also, just like Aiton, I can see the growth each game with Wiseman. Even though he fouled out, there were stretches where he was playing defense without fouling. He was a plus 23, the highest plus minus of anyone on the Warriors. And it's not coincidental. It's what I'm telling you. He was awesome. He's getting better with the game. Steph Curry, though, 31 points. Five rebounds, six assists, two steals, but eight turnovers, still too much. But Steph, he's just looking more and more like himself, like the best point guard in the league and top five player that I still say he is, which he is in my opinion. You know a hustler for those Warriors team? Juan Toscano-Anderson, who's been starting uh, in place of Draymond. He's a a hustler. He doesn't have too much talent, but he's a hustler. Got some nice offensive rebounds um, in the game. But you know, to end it off, we have to make a point about um, no no bench guy really stood out for me. I think Wanamaker had his best game as a Warrior though so far nine points, but uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. finally returned to looking like an actual NBA player. He made a three and then his confidence started growing a little bit. He started getting in the lane, finishing at the rim. He had a nice dunk and then he had a nice floater. So he started looking like an NBA player again, developing his confidence back. And if you're a Warriors fan, that's exactly what you want to see. You know, Steph thirty one points, Wiggins twenty seven points. Ubre 14 points. So look at it. We made all this fuss about the Warriors. We talked all this about, oh, is, you know, Steph back? Is this team going to be, this team is so bad. Steph can't carry. And because they lost to two really good teams in the first two games, and now they won. If you looked at the schedule for the Warriors, you thought two and two of those first four games. And that's exactly what they've done. They haven't played one game at the Chase Center. So you've got to give it to Steph. You've got to give it to the Warriors. They've done what they've needed to thus far. Uh, I'm apologizing to the Nets and Celtics fans. I did not get to watch their game against the Grizzlies tonight, the Celtics, or the Nets game against the Hawks tonight. And that's another one. Apologies to the Hawks fans. I didn't get to watch that game tonight. That's two of our dime dropper teams in action. But that's exactly what I'm going to do right now after I get off this mic. Thank you for joining me. Make sure to subscribe. 
Make sure to tell me what you thought of this episode and what you think about what I'm saying. Um, now we will go live to the YouTube subscribers, 40 of them waiting in the chat. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to get on the lives. That is the 24-minute recap, exactly at 24 minutes. Shout out to the Mamba. We got you right on money on the money tonight. Peace.